Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, welcome in on a glorious Monday. We say hello to you from the capital city. It's Jim and Trent, and you can always get in on the show. 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700. Great show lined up today. Uh, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com, will be our guest coming up at about 1225. Uh, top of the hour, Ryan Van Bibber on the NFL. And, of course, Kurt Warner, uh, former greatest show on turf quarterback in St. Louis, where Ryan covered at that time the St. Louis Rams. Uh, we'll dive into that. Mitch Holtis, longtime voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, will be with us at 140 from training camp. And then it continues on at 2 o'clock with Mitch Sherman as well. Well, how you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing well, Jimmy B. You know, just overreacting to media day, what happened in Iowa City over the weekend. <laughs> this dynamic offense all of a sudden now with Akram Wadley and James Butler. They're going to be playing together, Jimmy B. It's, it's like yep. the uh, brand new greatest show on turf coming out in Kinnick this year. You would have you would have thought that they've already gone twelve and zero with some of the things that I've read online. It's it's absolutely incredible. The overreaction. It's uh, you gotta love fans when they just go totally off the deep end like that. It's the way it is. It's the way it is. But uh, hope springs eternal, and uh, well, it's fall on the horizon but <laughs> you know the old yep. adage and, and the way that it goes this way jimmy b hey, it's fun it's a speculation time nobody has really been able to uh see these guys in practice outside of 15 minutes today tom caker was there for that one he'll give us a report coming up here in about 20 minutes about what he saw today but it's the time for speculation it's the time to to dream a little bit to have fun for a fan base and, and we'll try to bring a, a little bit a different kind of perspective here. Maybe rein in those expectations a little bit if they do get a little bit crazy. But Jimmy B, we've talked about this team throughout the summer. We've both been in the camp of Iowa, just kind of a middling year, six and six, right in that range. Maybe seven, mm-hmm. maybe even five, but but right around five hundred. It's a combination of a number of different things. Have you been swayed at all? Has any of the hyperbole that's been out there been able to sway you yet? <laughs> no, nothing. No. I, I'm not going to do anything until I see what's on the field. I always get a kick out of the hype, and then people were saying, well, where's Quarles? Where's Quarles? How, I haven't seen any pictures of him on some of the photos that Iowa sent out. Where is that guy? And it, it just cracks me up uh, how people are just, like, freaking out. And... We're talking about a quarterback battle between Tyler Wiggers and Nathan Stanley, and then people are saying, hey, how did Peyton Manziel look? How did he look? I, I, what? Wait wait a minute. <laughs> you got that. Just put the brakes on here, will you please? This is ridiculous. they got to figure out who's going to be their starter, although you and I both believe it's going to be Nathan Stanley. But they still have to, you know, go through that, you know, dog and pony show to see what exactly is going to take place. I, I don't know, Trent. I haven't seen anything that would turn me away from where we are from five to seven to seven and five. I haven't seen anything yet. And to be honest with you, 
I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make that sort of judgment until we actually see them on the field against Wyoming. The good news is this for Iowa. You know, as we've we've talked about the quarterback spot, because it's important. It's the most important position in sport, quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, it is incredibly difficult to be able to be a good team. But we talk about that a lot. Here's the good news, though. As you look at the non-conference, is it got plenty of pitfalls in there? It absolutely does. But the good news, your first three games out, Wyoming, Iowa State, and North Texas, all three of those teams at least a year ago were awful against run defensively last year. So so all yes. three of those, you figure, with an offensive line that returns basically intact, with a running game that does have Akron Wadley coming back, along with what we talked about, getting Butler out there, you would hope that you would be able to be good enough against teams that weren't good last year against the run, even if they're stacking the box, that you can control the game enough with a veteran offensive line and you can get out of there. And I think that's the thought process out there from the people that are going beyond where we are, Jim, where I I personally, I think there's going to be a loss in there. I think the loss is going to come in week two at Iowa State. But for the population that doesn't think, that thinks Iowa's going to be able to get through it unscathed, that is one feather they do have in their cap, though. What Iowa at the very least should be good at this year, running the football, the three teams they see in the non-conference were not good at that last year. I agree with you 100%, and that's why I think they have a very good chance uh, to be 3-0 and in, in non-conference play. Now, look, you and I both think that Iowa State is more than capable of beating Iowa in that game. Yep. Is the line on that, is the line with, that you've looked recently, is it still around one and a half, two, right in there? Yep, right in that range is where it's been at least last week. I haven't looked yet today, but, yeah, it's... Uh... Uh, yeah, you hit me already in the morning for uh, degen- degenerate stuff. I only do that during the yeah. afternoon when we're talking. About <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, if if there's going to be a hiccup uh, for Iowa in non-conference, you and I both believe it'll be in game two, a home game at Iowa State. Now, I think Wyoming is okay. I mean, they got an all-world quarterback. They do. But if he can't get the ball out of his hand it doesn't matter if you got tom brady back there if he has no time to pass and he doesn't have a great wide receiver core they are not going to beat the university of iowa in that opening game it's just not going to happen Mm -hmm. so i i i'm not sold yet i thought i thought wyoming would probably be a good test when i first saw that on the schedule and then when I started to dig into it a little bit, I realized how many players, really good players, that Wyoming lost despite the fact having an all-world QB. You know, it, it kind of harkens back to two years ago going into 2015 when you and me were buying into the Illinois State hype and how much that program had improved, what they had returning, mm-hmm. what they had returning at the quarterback position. In fact, Jimmy B., you called for an outright upset of Illinois State over Iowa, and Iowa jumps out to a 31 nothing lead and coasted to a victory there. It, it kind of has the same feeling to me where I just think Iowa's physicality, they're going to be able to yes. line up. You, you know, you go back yep. to when they were beat last year by North Dakota State. That was because North Dakota State was able to line up, play physical smash-mouth football, get a couple of breaks and make it a fourth-quarter four quarter game. I can't see Wyoming doing that. Their only hope is this thing gets into a shootout. Iowa's willing to go up and down the field with them, and it's a a 31-27 game with five minutes left in it, something like that. That's their hope. 
I don't think Iowa's going to do that. Their game plan is going to be, we're running the football 45, 50 times in this football game. Yep. We're controlling clock, and we're going to see, hey, if you hold up into the fourth quarter playing that way, so be it. I don't believe it'll happen. I don't think, and I think Iowa knows if they played their game, Wyoming can't compete like North Dakota State did a year ago. I'm with you, and that's exactly the way I see it. I think it'll be a shortened clock game. I think now that you don't have to run uh, Akram Wadley on every down, now that they have Butler back there as well, that takes uh, some of the heat off of Wadley. I believe that they'll pick up big chunks of yards uh, with that running game. And I do think that Wyoming will put some points on the board Mm -hmm. just because they, they can indeed score offensively. But they're they're not the same team, Trent, uh, of last season where they were a uh, top dog uh, out in the uh, out in the Mountain West. That's they've just lost way too many guys. Look, Craig Bowl is we you and I both know is an incredible coach, and he's done a sensational job making Wyoming relevant again. But to be honest with you, I think he just lost too much uh, for them to really play at least a a a a Big Ten team that is capable of just grinding you into submission, which Iowa will attempt to do. A couple other uh, takeaways from Media Day for me, Jimmy B., uh, starting with, uh, I think, an important determination of what they're going to do with offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz taking over the play-calling duties. And I brought this up to you last week. Now, something that I'm wondering about, and uh, in fact, Wolfgang and I were talking about this on Friday's show now, what they're going to do if, if the verbiage has changed, you know, what they do in terms of just play calling, and then Brian Ferentz, where he's going to be calling the, the games from. He likes to be on the field. He likes, likes to be part mm-hmm. of the action. And he'd figure O'Keefe would be the eyes in the sky, if you will, up there. But, uh, you know, that can change too. And it, it sounds like they haven't determined that quite yet, exactly where Brian Ferentz is going to be, either on the field or in the booth. You know what? They'll, they'll experiment with that during practice sessions sure. when they, when they start to scrimmage against each other a little bit. Uh, he'll probably start on the field, then go to the box, then come back down to the field, then another scrimmage. He'll be back up in the box. It'll be up to him. Where is he most comfortable, uh, making his offensive play calls? And that's something that I think Trent will be ironed out probably once indeed they do run some regular scrimmage, uh, against each other so that he has a chance to see where he likes it best. And uh, if O'Keefe is going, if, if, he's, if he decides to be in the box and O'Keefe is seated next to him, okay, I get that. And if he decides that, hey, look, i got to be in the action, i got to be down on the field, and O'Keefe in the box, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that too. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to uh, a coordinator being in the press box looking down or on the field getting a first-hand look. Yeah, it's different perspective, different guys like different things from at least the perception of how Brian Ferentz is. It seems like he's the kind of guy that likes to be there in the action. But this is a different job now. This is the first time he's ever clawing plays before. And mm-hmm. and it is so different than being what you are as a position coach. And and just the timing of it, the, the nuances that come there, how quickly you get the plays in. That's the easy part, you know, figuring out, all right, how quickly do I have to make a determination? But thinking ahead, thinking forward, looking through things, different situations that arrive, position groups, you know, getting the right packages in there, all these different things that Brian Ferentz has never gone through. So that's the other side where I just talked about the non-conference and uh, teams that haven't been very good against the run. You see them the first three. 
But there's also going to be a learning curve here the first three. You can go through this as many times as you want during practice, Jimmy B. Until you actually do it, you're not going to be ready for it. I agree with you. I, I, I agree. Until you actually get a chance to hit somebody in a different colored jersey, uh, everything right now is nothing but one repetition after, after the next. And you are correct. And you can watch all the film that you want to watch, and until you get out on the field and you go, oh, man, on film that wide receiver didn't look that fast as he just blows by you, okay? So from – you you have you have those sort of things, but I just I just think in that opening game, and the more that I have looked into Wyoming, as I mentioned earlier, Trent, I just think that they have lost too much talent, and it's not back uh, like what it was last year. Last year's Wyoming team, I think, would have been, and and if they had those those same guys, then I'd probably like Wyoming in the game. That because they had wideouts, they had a running back plus the QB, and they could really go up and down the field. But from the standpoint of the amount of players that they lost, uh, I have this feeling that Iowa, and I think it'll be ugly. Uh, it'll be an ugly game, and I think you're right, 45 to 50 runs in this contest. Power football, get out the air horn, and there we go. That's what That's we're going to see with the Hawkeyes of the Cowboys. That is September 2nd, plenty to talk about before then. we got Tom Kakert here 10 minutes away from HawkeyeReport.com. He was at practice this morning, got his 15 minutes to shoot a little video, and then, as always, they kick the media out. That's enough. <laughs> Get That's out. Enough. Get, Get out. out of here. <laughs> We've seen enough with that. Hey, what other Hawkeye note? Did you see they picked up a basketball commitment for the 2018 class in C.J. Frederick out of Kentucky? Yeah, I did see that, and I saw a little video on him. Look, you really can't tell, but he is from Kentucky, mm-hmm. so I, I think people get all excited. What? You mean he, he, he he's, he's from Kentucky, and he's not going to the University of Kentucky? He's not going to Louisville? Wow, this guy's got to be a star. Look, I have, who knows? Who knows? And like I said, you can't tell looking really at video of a guy shooting jump shots and dribbling between his legs. Okay. I, I know kids on the playground now that can dribble between their legs and shoot a jump shot. So I never, like I said, I don't get that excited uh, about uh, announcements of recruits until I see what they look like on the college basketball court or on the college football field. Well, that's good for you. Hindsight is 50, uh, 2020. We can all see once we see him on the field. What we do know about this guy is, first of all, Iowa doesn't have a scholarship available for the class of 2018. That's where we have to start with this, Jimmy B. They have okay. one senior in Dom Yule coming in, Joe Weiskamp, a top 50 national player, and that's it. So that means that either C.J. Frederick is going to walk on and wait for a scholarship to open or that somebody is going to have to move on before their eligibility ends. So there's plenty to speculate about there. Him as a player, from what I've seen, kid can really shoot it. Very mm-hmm. impressive as a shooter. 6'4", called combo guard. And, Jimmy B., you've heard my thoughts on what uh, what a combo guard is, right? Yes, go for it. Re- refresh everybody because this is cool. I like it. Yeah, uh, combo guard is French for can't play point guard. That's what I hear when I. That's what I think <laughs> I of when that. I hear combo guard. Regardless, I know though, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> he can shoot it. He can pass it. Not 
not fleet of foot by any means. He's not going to wow anybody with his quickness. You know, who he kind of reminds me of is Brady Ellingson. And for some people, that maybe makes you cringe a little bit, but that's kind of what I see, at least a comparison to uh, what he is and what I see there. C.J. Frederick, though, the newest addition, will get Tom Caker's thoughts on that uh, coming up here in just a little bit. But, Tom, uh, before we get to Tom, Jimmy B., yes. Let's take a look back at yesterday. What do you think? I'm ready, pal. Let's go for it in case you missed it. Here it comes. In case you missed it, presented today by our friends over at New Leaf Wellness. I have just got involved with a, a couple of new programs. They're called the GAC and the MIC, helping me lose some weight. Energy is up, feeling wonderful. That's the best part. Testosterone level down, whatever it may be, just improving your health. Make the phone call today over to New Leaf Wellness. Their phone number 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358. Set up today. Get a free no-obligation consultation with New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. We kick things off with Jimmy B's favorite player in baseball, Aaron Judge, going deep a three-run bomb as the Yankees cruise against the Indians. Here's Aaron Judge. In this second half, sliders down and away from, from everybody. Set him up by throwing something inside and down and away. He's going to have to start hitting the ball the other way. Allen is ripped the other way into right center field, and it is gone. A bullet home run just over the wall. A three-run shot for Judge, and the Yankees lead 8-1. to one. That's more like a... That was pretty good editing there to make it sound like they were talking about going the other <laughs> way, Jimmy B. That's yeah, impressive. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is that is good editing. you got to like that. <laughs> Let's continue here as we take a look back at the world of baseball yesterday. My twins found themselves down 5 nothing right away, and I said, oh, here we go again, Jimmy B. Don't have to watch that. They kept clawing back, including this home run from Brian Dozier. Trotting around the bases. Driven to left. He's got number 20. Yep, he got the one that he had missed before. Just a simple little swing. Brian Dozier out to left field as the Twins come back and win it after trailing 5-0 through one. They win it 6-5 over the Rangers. From there, we continue on. We go to Kansas City next. Fox Sports Kansas City with the call. Game two of the doubleheader. Game one went the way of the Mariners. Game two. For the Royals. Two home runs and four runs, all with two outs in the third. And Hosmer drills it deep into center field and gone. And the Royals have hit three home runs against Ramirez today. They come back, get the 9-1 victory, a game two of the doubleheader as they get the sweet, a split and a split of that four-game series. But, Jim, we got to wrap yes. it up here with the Cubs yesterday letting one get away. And to center, this is deep. Jay way back there at the wall. Grand slam! Home run number eight for Weeders makes it eight to four. And he has stunned this crowd here at Wrigley Field. Masson with the call yesterday. A comeback victory, Jimmy B. For those Cubbies against the Nats, that one stung as after they jumped out to the 4-1 lead. Looked like they were going to cruise in, and, and things just went haywire. 
Oh man, I'm telling you right, right there. That's but look, Matt Matt Weeders is a nice catcher. He played it uh, most of his time in Baltimore. Now he's the main catcher for Washington. Look, he's a he's a, a nice player, but he jacks a, a grand salami on you like that. Man, did that ever shut up the crowd at Wrigley? I mean, that place went silent in a heartbeat when that bat uh, when that ball uh, tried to clear the fences. It's you know that's that's why I keep shaking my head, Trent. That that's why one of the reasons why I still think it's going to be a bumpy ride for the Cubs uh, until we get late into September. I really do. Yeah, you're you're looking more and more like you're going to be right on that one, Jim. We finish up Hall of Fame. Did you watch any of the speeches over the weekend, Jimmy B? I did see a couple. I did see a few. Yes, I thought Ladamian Tomlinson's was really good. Yep. Um, I, I I saw a little bit of Jerry Jones, and of course I I watched some of uh, Kurt Warner as well. Yeah, Kurt Warner was the one I was most interested in. We're going to talk with Ryan Van Bibber, who uh, runs the Ram site and and a St. Louis native. He was there during the time of Kurt Warner and his ascension. That'll kick off the one o'clock hour. But little cut from the Hall of Fame speech of Kurt Warner and how he became a quarterback. My dream to play in the NFL didn't start with the QB position. It began wanting to be the next great wide receiver. The next Steve Largent or Charlie Joyner or Lynn Swan. Yes, I know how outrageous that sounds now, especially as often as my boys remind me about my Madden speed rating. <laughs> but that all changed when I showed up at high school. At my first practice, our coach was separating us by position when he realized no one was trying out for quarterback. So he lined us up and asked us all to throw it as far as we could. It was the one competition my entire life I didn't want to win. But as fate would have it, I did, and it was promptly switched to QB. Now, I cannot confirm nor deny if tears were shed that day, but unquestionably, my dream to play in the NFL had been crushed. Good stuff there from Kurt Warner in the uh, mm-hmm. speech over the weekend. Really enjoyed that one and looking forward to talking with Ryan Van Bibber coming up here in a little bit. No, that was, uh, it was great stuff. Great stuff out of Warner. And you're right. I, I can't wait for Ryan to come on the show. But when we come back after this quick timeout, uh, Tom Cakert is going to be here. HawkeyeReport.com will dive into what he was able to get out of Hawk Media Day over the weekend and the first uh, 10 to 15 minutes of practice where all they do is stretch. Oh, how entertaining can that be? Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. For me, it was the big S class from the 90s. Beautiful. My friend's dad had one. The SL. All of the SLs. I've been watching those since I was a kid. I think the 1971 SE was the first Mercedes that just blew me away. 
Everyone wants the original, the authentic. And with a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz, you can experience the iconic luxury, unparalleled safety, and performance of Mercedes-Benz at a price you can afford. But just remember, only your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer has the skilled technicians to certify that your pre-owned vehicle is up to Mercedes-Benz standards. And only your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer offers an unlimited mileage warranty, so you can drive with confidence as far as you'd like for up to five years. There are pre-owned vehicles, and then there are Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned vehicles. Visit the certified pre-owned sales event going on now through August 31st and receive two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and special financing available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Only at your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on certified pre-owned warranties. American Topper and Accessories. Whether you work or play with your truck, they have everything you need for your lifestyle. Visit American Topper's new location at the fair just south of the Varied Industries building. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, thank you for listening and tuning us in. We uh, appreciate it uh, as we start to really grind it out for a little college football coming up uh, just a few weeks away. We can't wait. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com, is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Tommy, good afternoon to you, and can you just kind of tell everybody when you come on the show here now how excited and enthralled and hard-hitting that 15 minutes of practice for the Iowa Hawkeyes that you got a chance to watch? It was maybe the most fifteen uh, exciting 15 minutes of football I've ever seen. And if you can't sense the sarcasm, please 
try. <laughs> Five minutes of That's it was great. stretching. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's. It, but you know, if you're on the beat, you have to show up because you don't get a you don't get many looks into practice, and b you want to see if guys are hurt, if you can get a read on the depth chart, that sort of thing. Well, Tom, it's a time of year where speculation runs rampant, and uh, you had a chance to at least see a little bit. I was looking at your notes, and let's start with the most talked about position. That's a quarterback position. Nathan Stanley, Tyler Wiegers. What you saw out of them as uh, we've heard they're splitting reps at the one. Sounds like that's what you saw today as well. Yeah, they are, and then it was uh, Boyle, Mansell, you know, in the two three hole and um you know with the two threes and and so on so it was just you know that's kind of what what the coaches have said and that's exactly what we're seeing is is both uh both guys are getting equal reps and my thinking has always been that they're going to play this out until after kids day and then they're going to make a decision i think that's kind of what they want to do um and, and i w- would be I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it plays out. Now, maybe they'll keep going with it for a little while longer, but I, I think kind of a couple weeks out from the start of the season, they want to make a decision so they can kind of move forward with one guy at the one and the other guy at the two. You know what? I'm, I'm going to respectfully disagree. I mean, they may make that decision, Tom, and, and I think you're right about it making a couple of weeks beforehand. But I don't think they're going to let the cat out of the bag. I just kind of have this feeling that they're going to say, yeah, both guys are throwing well. We really like what we see. Uh, we haven't uh, really made up our mind yet, but but we're getting there. I, I, mean, I could just hear it right now uh, just so they try to keep some suspense and, and try to stay interested and keep both guys interested as well. A- am I way off base, or can you see that happening as well? Oh, no. I, I, all I said was they'll make a decision. I didn't say they would let us know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're not going to let us know. Uh, it'll leak out, I think, that uh, one of the guys has, has been told that they're started and the other one's going to be the backup going into the season, and I think that'll trickle out. But you know, here's the the challenging thing is basically after Saturday, we won't see Kirk until uh, the uh, first uh, weekly press conference on that Tuesday. So that's kind of the dark abyss that we move into with Iowa football once we get past Saturday. And boy, is Kirk happy about that. After uh, Saturday, after Kids Day, he doesn't have to talk to the media again for a couple of weeks. He, it's just about football at that time. And Seems like uh, that's when Kirk usually is at his best, doesn't it, where he doesn't have to worry about the other outside stuff. He can just concentrate on football. He seems like one of those old-school coaches that just loves August. Oh, yeah, he loves being out there, and he was barking at guys today about, you know, not doing stuff the right way, and it's always funny to hear him out there just chirping away at some guys and getting after it, and even in just little simplistic drills, he's – He's the consummate football coach. He's he's joked that when he retires, he might just become like a, a high school line coach or something. I mean, that's just kind of the way he's wired, and that's what he wants to be, I think. And, and that's how he views himself as just a guy who likes to work with young people and coach. 
Tom Cakert is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. All right, Tom. We had a discussion about where Brian Ferentz is going to be and how he'll probably go about making his decision, whether if he's going to be on the field or up in the box. My guess is, as as they run through some scrimmages, he will most likely alternate uh, from the field to the press box and then make a decision. Where do you think that he will eventually end up? I think Brian's going to eventually end up on the field. I think that's just the way he's wired, and I don't think he can unwire that. I, I just think that's where he's most comfortable. And the security he has is that he can put Ken O'Keefe uh, up in the box, and, and you know Ken's comfortable up there. He knows what he's doing up there. He knows what to look for up there. Brian has a, a lot of trust in him. So I, I think... That's probably the most likely scenario uh, from what I can tell. But Ken may want to say, look, I got some inexperienced quarterbacks. I really probably need to be down on the field working with them and talking to them. Uh, but Ken's always, you know, he's been able to talk them through things over the headsets in the past. So perhaps that will, con- that will they'll just go with that option. But, uh, you know, I... I still think it's going to be Ken upstairs and Brian down on the field. That's the one that makes the most sense. And and also when you just look at the way that they're wired and the way certainly that Brian's wired, I think him up in the booth maybe would would take a little something about what kind of makes Brian Ferentz tick. See where I'm going there? Yeah, I I think Brian enjoys being down there in – next to the action on the field, uh, getting kind of heat of battle stuff. And I think he, you know, we've seen him since he's come back to Iowa. There's a lot of times he's out there arguing with officials and mm-hmm. making a point. And I, I just don't think you can unwire that from him. And he might be like a caged animal up in the, up in the <laughs> box, you know, if he's stuck up there. So I kind of think that's, where he's going to at least start out. Now, if it doesn't go well and he doesn't feel comfortable with it and he feels like he needs to be upstairs, I could see him switching. He even said that. He goes, I, you know, it might start out one way and end up another way. But right now I think that's the way it'll end up, hey, or at uh, least early on. Tom, a little bit more with that. Uh, I don't remember if it was talked about during the spring or if it was brought up. Has the verbiage of the offense changed now with Brian taking over as a coordinator? And, and if it has... Is it back to some of the similar kind of uh, talk that they used under O'Keefe's regime, or is it something completely different? Were you able to find that out? Yeah, he's talked about that a little bit in the past, and I, I think it's more O'Keefe than it is, obviously, Greg Davis. I think they've changed some of the terminology, the verbiage. Um, and uh, I, I think he's comfortable with it. I think he's got his own style. I'm guessing it's probably more like what he learned in New England than it is anything else. And uh, I know there's just a lot of kind of borrowing going on. I know Coach Pawlosek from, uh, you know, his time at North Dakota State has has kind of chimed in on some things and how to do some things differently. So I I think there's it's kind of a conglomeration of uh, different views. And I know uh, Coach O'Keefe brought some stuff from Miami. So they've got a lot of different ideas out in, within this offense. Tom Cakert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. All right, Tom, 
Do you get a sense that the offense is going to look any different than what we have seen the last few years? Have have they given you any inkling of how they might use both backs in Wadley and Butler, uh, and how are they going to space their wide receiver core? Yeah, I, I saw some people talking about, well, they're going to have them out there both together, and um, there'll be some of that with Wadley and Butler, but I don't sense there's going to be a lot of it. I, I just think they're both going to get a, a good amount of work. I think it'll look a lot like last year's workload for the running backs. Uh, I, I joked this morning with someone that uh, I, I think maybe Brian Brian's ultimate game, and Trent will just laugh at this one, but uh, his <laughs> ultimate game is where he doesn't have to throw a pass for the entire game. <laughs> Where he can just run the football, and uh-huh. he's that's, he's talked a ton about running the football, and I think that's just where they're going to hang their hat is they're going to say we're going to just run the football, and you see if you can stop us, and um, you know maybe it'll look like uh, they won't run the same offense, but maybe it'll look like the uh, Georgia Tech offense uh, uh, that they faced in the uh, the Orange Bowl, where they just ran the ball and just ran the ball and ran the ball, and that's that's kind of their identity. I, I don't think there's any question they're going to run the ball a ton. I, I don't know how much they're going to throw, but I think it's it, it'll if it, if they do, I think it's going to be more play action than anything else. And I, I think they're going to be pretty safe with with that aspect of what they do offensively. So we're looking at a, a season full of 16, 13, 13, 10 kind of games, huh? Yeah, and then you just, you know, you just hope that one time along those plays that Wadley hits one. And, mm-hmm. you know, we saw that last year with that Minnesota game. It was you know, 7-7, and then Wadley hits one, and off they go. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. and then score a, score a touchdown and hold them on defense and win the game. That's, you know, that those are perfect games for Kirk Ferentz. Yes. And I, I think, yes. you know, and we, we know Wadley's probably going to hit one just about every game where he's, you know, if he gets – 25 touches, one of those, he's going to hit the seam perfectly, and it maybe it won't go for a touchdown, but it's going to go for a gain that puts him in a position to get a touchdown. I'm real curious now, then, about the defense and with what was talked about over the weekend at Media Days. Uh, the defense is where, Tom? Where are, you, are you comfortable with what they're talking about, at least to the news media, about the defense? Yeah, so far, um, you know, I think the loss of Snyder is pretty significant, but, uh, you know, Gervas looks like he's ready to go. And, um, you know, there's just some, uh, you know, I, I think maybe we haven't talked enough about my, the, the fact that Miles Taylor lost his job at the end of the year. I mean, he was ready to come back, and they kept Anthony Gear out there in the bowl game. So uh, it kind of tells you that they – had lost some confidence in him, and that's a concern because he missed he missed some plays early in the year, um, especially in the past game, and, and struggled. So hopefully, he's um, you know worked on his game and, and worked on his pass coverage and gotten better uh, because he can certainly hit, but he just you know he missed some plays that uh, they can't afford to miss. And you've got some new corners that are going to be breaking in. I think they're talented guys, but, you know, it's not Desmond King out there. And Desmond made half the field uh, irrelevant for um, the other team because he just covered everything and people didn't throw his direction. So 
uh, and they've got some you know new faces. I, I thought it was interesting. Reese Morgan said last year they in the last few years it's just kind of been a six man rotation with one extra D line with one extra D end and one extra D tackle. And this year it's probably going to be eight guys that he wrote, rotates in, and one of those guys will be AJ Epinesa. He was working with the second team at D end today, so uh, I, I think he's certainly going to play this year. Yeah, Epinesa has been been a guy that a lot was talked about. Tom, you go over to Media Day. You obviously know a lot. You have some uh, sources inside the program that you can get some nuggets from time to time. And when you ask a question, a lot of times you at least know somewhat of the story. What did you learn that was new for you Saturday over at Kinnick Stadium? Uh, boy, you're giving me too much credit um, <laughs> to begin with. But, uh, um <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know much, but <laughs> you know, um, uh, I don't, you know, I didn't really learn a whole lot. Um, you know, I thought one of the more interesting conversations I had with actually with Ryan Boyle because I mm-hmm. thought, well, maybe he'd be a little down. You know, he hasn't worked his way into that, uh, you know, really that conversation for the starting quarterback after moving back there and seemed pretty chipper about things and feels like he's still in contention for the job and hasn't given up. So I just thought his attitude was pretty interesting. And, um, and I I also thought that, you know, I talked to Drew Cook a little bit. His attitude was very positive about being a tight end and and just how those guys haven't really looked back and how they've kind of been team first guys. And it's just interesting because a couple of years ago when both of them came, every, the whole story was, Hey, which one of these in-state kids is going to end up being the starting quarterback at Iowa? And the answer is probably going to be neither of them. And, um, you know, that's no disrespect to either of those guys, but they just, it hasn't worked out. And one spent a year at wide receiver. The other spent is now a tight end. And, um, but both of them have had a really, really good, you know, a lot of guys would have left or gotten bitter, but you just didn't sense that from either of them. Tom Kickert is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. We're talking Iowa football right now. Tom, before we let you run, uh, Iowa comes up with a uh, recruit in college basketball from the state of Kentucky. So everybody thinks the kid's going to be really great just because he plays basketball in Kentucky. What do you know about him, and where where is he going to fit in, or do you have an idea yet? Yeah, he's he's from that uh uh, what do you call it? The Ohio Ucky area, basically. He's yes, uh-huh. over the border uh, in, from uh, Cincinnati. So he's right in that, um, you know, kind of right on the border. But um, he's a kid that uh, I had brought up uh, last week when I was out in Las Vegas covering uh, some basketball uh, recruiting because I, um, I noticed uh, Coach Sparrow was watching him and and just kind of did a little digging at that time, and, and I found out that they had still been in touch with them and still really interested, but they didn't have a scholarship. And um, the kid, uh, C.J. Frederick, has agreed that if they don't end up having one, that he would walk on. And so they're like, well, you can go ahead and commit then. And, um, I, you know, I think we all realize that given that 700 kids every spring decide to leave they're D1 school, and that's uh, you know an average of about two a year, and Iowa didn't have any of that last year. They're probably due for some of that this year. And uh, Fran 
kind of subtly dropped in. By the way, Brady Ellingson is a senior uh, the other day, which made me go, hmm, wonder if things are moving, and then we get this commitment. Uh, and not saying Brady's going to leave, but Brady would have the option to maybe grad transfer at the end of this year. Um, just it, it seems like a good fit. His uncle played for Fran when Fran was an assistant at Notre Dame. He's got a long relationship with the family. They feel comfortable with him and feel comfortable enough that uh, something will work out with the scholarship by the spring that uh, he would commit now. Good stuff, Tom. The uh, basketball schedule was released last week when we were talking. Then it was taken down. What happened yeah. there? Any idea? I don't know. Maybe they they heard us talking they about that, that non-conference <laughs> schedule and pulled down those Grambling State and Alabama State games. And the Northern Illinois game got pulled down, too. It's just the ones that have been, like, really publicly announced. Yeah. So, big, uh, uh, interesting. Big, maybe they're reevaluating because of your anger. Maybe. I, I can only hope. You know, White's is always listening, so I'm sure he uh, he got a hold of that and took he's a even li- He's even listening in Germany. Let's so hope we're in Germany right now with the basketball team. <laughs> Let's <laughs> hope that's not the case. They do play tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, against the German All-Stars. We got your... Uh, your full coverage right here on Jimmy B and TC tomorrow at one. We'll have it, yeah, man. Hey, do you think McCaffrey plays his kid at all? Yeah, I think Connor's going to play. Uh, I don't think okay. he'll play in every game. The way Fran talked about it is, it seems like you know, four guys will, out of the group will probably sit um, every game, so it'll just rotate between which guys sit and which guys don't. And I wouldn't, if I'm an Iowa fan, I don't get who caught up in the results. I think maybe the most interesting guy, whether he's playing or not, is going to be Cordell Pumsel because he's coming back from that sports attorney surgery. He says he's ready to play. He wants to play. But he also said, boy, it, it wouldn't hurt us to get uh, Nunji and Garza a lot more minutes uh, against grown men and get them ready for Big Ten. So uh, um, he may end up sitting, but, uh, you know, that – European play, as you guys know, a little bit rougher than the Big Ten even. Sure. So uh, maybe you want to keep a guy who's prone to injuries off the court. Probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. Tom, as always, great catching up with you. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you another practice, get you, uh, what, 10 minutes of stretching next time? Is that what you're hoping for before football season? <laughs> you know what? We'll get Saturday. We'll get all the stretching. That's we'll get right. stretching and the whole practice. So, uh, you know, everybody stop by thehawkeyereport.com uh, on Saturday afternoon, and we'll have a whole bunch of coverage. I'll be there. Appreciate your time as always, Tom. We'll talk next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker, hawkeyereport.com on the Draft House 50 hotline. Quick timeout. Back with more here in a moment. Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 
Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.19%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free. and Then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries. You want to stick to the script, please? Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. <clears throat> With AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don? Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin? Oh, sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T. Great. Thank you. Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering. Okay, that's it. I'm cutting to legal. Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan. It cannot lapse to get bill credit for third and 12 months. Fees covered and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. 
All right, everybody, just a couple of minutes, and then we got to get to our top-of-the-hour break. But when we come back at uh, 1 o'clock, Ryan Van Bibber on the National Football League will be our guest. Trent, I'm really looking forward to talking to him, um, especially after uh, he covered Kurt Warner for all of those years and the greatest show on turf and the Super Bowl champion. I'm just real curious to see exactly how that's all going to work out as far as Warner going in. And also, Warner's wife, Brenda, with a unique haircut to kind of uh, set the stage for her husband being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, she went back to the old look that she had back in the day, Jimmy B. She uh, she grew the hair out for a while and now went back to the short do. She must like it. Easy to manage, yeah. just like your hair, right? <laughs> you got to do that, pal. Get up, wash it, throw a little uh, gel in it, stick it around a little bit, and you're good to go. That's the way I like it. Were you surprised at all that Kurt uh, made the choice of having his wife be the one that announced him and brought him up? A little bit, a little bit. I, I, I thought that he probably would go for a, a player or a former coach. Mm-hmm. You know, Dick Vermeil, maybe. Right. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I. But it, it didn't happen like that. But, you know, it's not the presenter. It is the presentee. And I thought he just killed it during his speech. I thought he was terrific. Yeah, he he did a great job. You mentioned at the top, LaDainian Tomlinson. His was very good also. Jerry Jones, would you? Uh, I didn't hear all of his. I just saw probably about five minutes of it. I really didn't care to hear from Jerry Jones, to be honest. <laughs> you're, you're probably not alone in yeah. that, in that uh, discourse, to be honest with you. I mean, nobody really cares about owners, uh, uh, you know, unless you're the family of the owner and right. you're – Riches, riches can be, and you know that you'll never have to work a day in your life, so that's okay. You can just hang out and be a part of a, a football front office staff. That's always fun. But look, it's it is it is what it is. I mean, owners get in. Uh, I just you know that just that's just part of the scenario uh, that takes place in in all Hall of Fames, for that matter. A lot more coming up on Kurt Warner, Ryan Van Bibber from SB Nation and a longtime contributor to the Rams' work over there. He'll join us coming up on the other side. Also, Chiefs talk with Mitch Holtis. we got more on the college scene as well. 2 o'clock hour, Mitch Sherman will be talking college football with us as we roll through. Here on a Monday, Jimmy B and TC, back with more in a moment. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines Metro. 
Wolf Construction was here long before these storms and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. This is Charles Osgood. Writing job descriptions, sifting through resumes, setting up interviews, hiring is hard. But Indeed.com makes it easier. Post your jobs, manage candidates, schedule interviews, all on Indeed. And since independent research shows Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, easy works. Right now, Indeed is giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job on the world's number one job site. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to autoairbagsettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's autoairbagsettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football. Tyreek Hill takes it at the 5. San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes. He's at the 25-30. They blocked the putter. The cheat is gone. They can't get to him. Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary. 10-5. Touchdown, Kansas City. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins me, Trent Condon, and Jim Brinson every day at 140 for the Chiefs training camp report. Right here on your home for the Chiefs. 1700 KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite.